Hey there, Pastor Meshach here, and I'm back with another daily devotional. Uh, I'm here with my son Gabriel. Uh, Gabe, we're here at church, and there's an event taking place, uh, and he preferred to sit in the office with me. I think he just really liked uh, these devotionals, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody likes these devotionals, so he's just going to sit here and, and focus and pay attention and maybe contribute. I don't know. We're continuing in Acts chapter 4, verses 13 through 22. And if you remember last time, uh, the religious leaders had come to um, essentially uh, find out what all the ruckus is about because Peter was preaching to people after having healed the man that was lame for a long time. And they were upset because he's talking about the resurrection. And in this passage, it's, it's uh, Peter's time. It's their time to speak and then Peter responds to them. As I was thinking about this passage, there's, there's a part at the very beginning where they say about Peter, uh, Peter and John, uh, let's see, I think it's in verse, ah, verse 13 actually, the very beginning. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished, and here's my favorite sentence, probably my favorite sentence in the whole Bible. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Now it's, it's my heart's desire that that would be what people say of us today, that they recognize uh, that we've been with Jesus. That reminded me of something that I read in one of uh, Brennan Manning's book called The Importance of Being Foolish. There he quotes uh, Cardinal Emmanuel Suhart as saying, the great mark of a Christian is what no other characteristic can replace, namely the example of a life which can be only explained in terms of God. That's what Peter and John are demonstrating here right now. They're preaching about the resurrection, they're teaching about Jesus, and the power of the name of Jesus has worked so fantastically through them that a man that couldn't walk, and everybody knew he couldn't walk, is jumping around and leaping and proof of the name of Jesus and, and proof is testimony to what Peter is preaching about is right there for all to see. Well, you know, people in power usually get threatened when a new power comes up that didn't go through the ranks, right? We see that in politics sometimes. Politics are so, um, well, I'll be kind. No, I won't. Politics are so corrupt that they have a way of, uh, of moving people up the chain of command. And when somebody comes up and they bucks the trend, they don't stand on propriety and they try to do things their own way, usually the powers that be, they feel threatened. And the next thing you know, they'll start to do things to squash that power. Well, that's what we see happening here. Peter and John were outside of the chain of, of command. They didn't have any religious affiliation. They weren't part of any... Uh, old boys club that they were a part of, they had no business gaining the popularity that they gained. And so now we see that the, the religious instructors, the religious uh, keepers of the law, the ones who mediated the relationship between humans and God, they are absolutely threatened by what they see taking place here, especially when they see the boldness with which Peter is presenting uh, his message. And, you know, this reminded me of of what the disciples made a mistake about in Acts chapter one. Remember right before Jesus ascended, 
they they said to Jesus, is, is it at this time that you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Remember that, Gabe? Yeah. And then Jesus said, don't worry about all that. Don't worry about times and seasons, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And remember, I talked about how Jesus was referring to positionless power that comes from relationship with God. That's why the religious leaders are upset because the power that they're demonstrating isn't the power that came from uh, coming, going up the hierarchy or moving your way down the chart or anything like that, but it's power that's not within their control. And so these people are really threatened because now people are seeing God at work, but God's not working in the way that God has worked. They're starting to be moved out as people begin to realize that uh, life with God is accessible in new and fresh and exciting ways. And so what do they do? They do what all powerful people do. They threaten. You know, that's, that's when you know you've won. Whenever you're dealing with someone with power and they resort to threatening you, you know that you've won and that's the point to keep on pushing. So they threaten Peter and John to no longer speak in the name of Jesus. And Peter's response is just perfect. Listen to what he says. Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. He's saying this to religious leaders, so he's kind of pulling their card. Then he goes on to say, for we cannot speak, but of, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and what we have heard. So he's, he's just testifying, you know, and I think this really, what this, as, as I bring this thing to a close, what this really reminds me of is how we're called to bear witness. It's not simply through what we say, but it's through our acts. Of course, um, what we say is important, but in the acts of the apostles, it's called the acts for a reason, because they preach and then the power of God is made manifest through their actions. So they're bearing witness to Christ in ways that can be heard and in ways that can be seen. And as they do that, the power of Christ is being made manifest to those uh, in the community. And even when it gets them in trouble, and actually one of the signs that we are actually bearing proper witness to Christ is when it does get us in trouble, particularly with the religious authorities. And I, I've actually been praying that um, I would stir up a little bit more good trouble, not for the sake of causing trouble, but I want to stir up the kind of trouble in Jesus' name that shakes up the powers that be, that sets people free, and that helps people reconnect with God. Well, that's all for today. Um, someone's knocking on my door, so as Gabe answers the door, um, I'll say a prayer, and then I'll close you guys out as we prepare for whatever we're going to do uh, tomorrow. And actually, tomorrow we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 31. So uh, let us pray real quick. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these listeners. I pray that in the same way that Peter and John stood with boldness, that you would also enable them to stand uh, with boldness as they live in the name of Jesus, as they speak in the name of Jesus and act in the name of Jesus. Act with them so that the world may know and may testify that they're bearing witness to lives that have been transformed by the grace and sacrifice and love of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, Trent, Trent, you want to say hi? Hi. Okay. All right. 
I'll see you next time. Like and subscribe so you can know when these episodes are released. Um, every morning, Monday through Saturday, 5 a.m. All right. Take care, guys. Peace.